Hello out there, Lucy Fenwick here, and I am happy to welcome you back into the Emberverse. I hope you've been well since our last chat. If you're new here, feel free to snoop around a bit, and I might recommend starting with episode one. Now please, make yourself cosy, and I will fill you in on all that has recently transpired. the dining room this morning and found a rather unexpected surprise. Since coming to Teslas, I've not had any comms, naturally. As I've mentioned before, there is limited connectivity to the Emberverse's general comms channels, and in general, netcoms are the typical way of communicating. So when I entered the dining room this morning and found a piece of paper with my name written on it, waiting for me at my usual place at the large table, I was both confused and delighted. One thing I have come to understand about the Tinkerers is that they enjoy doing things differently than the rest of the galaxy, simply to annoy the rest of the galaxy. In my observations, it also seems to be to balance out the large amounts of technology that they use on a daily basis in their magic. I still say they, because I just can't quite fit in. With my magic still not surfacing, I feel detached and very much like an outsider. So to see my name scrawled in blue ink on cream paper, a very Tinkerer-esque thing, brought me immense joy. I collected my meal from the serving table and settled into my plush chair at the dining table. Not knowing what to expect upon opening the note, my hands wanted to tremble at the million unknown possibilities. Thankfully... There was no one else in the room to see my silliness. I flipped the paper over and lifted the stamped wax seal. The wax itself was the same blue as the ink. However, the stamp that had been set in the wax was a flower. But not just any flower. I stared at it for several moments, uncertainty coursing through me. The longer I looked at it, the clearer it was to me that it was, in fact, a moon lily. Now, being from Earth, you don't know what the moon lily is, to be certain. So let me tell you. The moon lily is, I am convinced, the most beautiful flower to ever exist, in any part of the galaxy or beyond. A tiny flower, the size of my smallest fingernail, that grows in groups of three blooms, is faint purple during the day, and a glistening, sparkling white under the light of the moon. But that's not its only trick. They are a flower that does not require soil, only water, or, oddly enough, ice, and something to vine on. They have no roots, and their origin is completely unknown. It is not an incredibly well-known flower for how beautiful it is, but I have always had a very untinkerer interest in plants, and know a great deal more than some. I have, for as long as I can remember, been obsessed with this flower, it is one of my deepest wishes to see one in person one day. Seeing as how they only grow on some of the most remote planets in the Emberverse, I don't know that it will ever happen, but I do hope it does. So to see a stamp of the moon lily, where, it is my understanding, the Tinkerers tend to use a symbol of their lineage, caught me even more off guard than the sight of the note itself. It gave me a most uncomfortable feeling. Did the sender somehow know of my affection for the flower? If so, how? By this point, 
my fingers were noticeably trembling, and I looked around to make sure no one else was entering the room. Finally, I opened the note. It was a square of paper set on one corner, with the four points folded together to make a neat little package. I unfolded it, forcing myself to breathe, and a small metal stylus rolled down the paper and into my lap. The same blue ink as the exterior graced the minimal contents of the interior. It read, Fancy a drink this evening? I read and reread the line three times. Who sent this? Was I supposed to send a reply? I checked the outside of the note again, but there was nothing other than my name and the wax seal. However, when I flipped the paper back over, a second line of writing was visible beneath the first. This one read, Consider this your first test. Now I was even more confused. First test? Test of what? I shifted my legs and noticed the stylus that had fallen from the package. When I rolled the metal between my fingers, it felt warmer than I thought it should have. So I looked at it more closely. As I rotated it, looking for any sort of marking to explain what it was, a faint yellow line appeared running from the top to the bottom of the thing that I suddenly knew was a pen. As I blinked, curious now, the line expanded, and I realized it wasn't part of the pen at all. It only existed in my vision. I nearly squealed in my excitement. This was my magic. My tinkerer magic. I kept focusing on the pen, and more yellow lines started coming into view. As I wondered how it had been made, the lines formed an exploded view of the pen in great deal. It was like viewing a schematic on a screen. Only I was the screen. I giggled. I couldn't help it. Scooting my plate out of the way, my food having long gone cold, I set the paper on the table and gripped the stylus like the pen that I knew it was. I set the tip to the paper and wrote a response. Do I pass the test? Blue ink flowed from the pen as I wrote, and I sat back with a great sense of pride, still rolling the stylus between my fingers. A handful of moments passed before a response appeared as the person on the other end wrote. Well done. Then another line flowed. Now, how about that drink? I pondered my response, unsure how to proceed, but after the near-troublesome incident at the transport building, I was weary to agree to meet someone I didn't know. Especially with the moon lilies stamped in the wax seal, it just didn't feel like a coincidence. And what was the test? I drummed the pen on my leg. Finally, I wrote. Where? The response came back quicker this time. It read, The wrong side of the city. Rafa. Of course it was Rafa. I couldn't help but smile a little. But I still wanted to know if the moon lily was a coincidence or not. What were the odds? And if Rafa did know that it was my favorite flower, where was he getting his information? As I contemplated the hundreds of half-formed questions and ideas swirling in my head, another line of text appeared on the paper. I'll meet you at the alleyway. I have to admit, I was equal parts cautious and curious, and I desperately wanted to talk to my sister Madeline about the whole situation. But I also knew what she would say. 
don't do it. However, I really wanted to. Not that I know Rafa at all, but he intrigues me. And while I have encountered many formlings in my life, I've never considered any a friend, because I've never gotten a chance to get to know them. My interest in Rafa, though, isn't really about him being a formling, if I'm honest. He's posed nothing but questions since I first encountered him, and I want the answers. So much so that I finally decided to respond with a yes to the invitation for drinks. We settled on a time, and after he bid me farewell, all of the blue ink faded from the page. I folded the note back into its neat little package and tucked it into the pocket of my skirt. Finally, I took in the state of my completely forgotten breakfast. It no longer looked remotely warm or appetizing. Oh well. I've putted around all day today, my brain a tumbled mess of thoughts and questions. Who is Rafa really? Why the moon lily? What was the test about? Why did he follow me the day that I was looking for a job? Why keep me from getting myself into trouble? He doesn't know me. No luck, by the way, on coming up with anything that my father would approve of in terms of employment for myself, so I'm just going to keep looking. But I just have so many questions. So, I wanted to talk with you, whoever you are, even if it's still a one-sided conversation, to hopefully get some of my anxiety about this evening out. Because, while I am sorry to have to leave this story half-told, I really must be going so as to not miss meeting Rafa. I shall return to update you on this evening's proceedings as soon as I am able. Until we chat again, look up at the stars, take a deep breath, and remember that I, for one, am thankful you are out there. Lucy Fenwick, signing off. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Stephanie Dawn, author and voice of Into the Emberverse. If you enjoyed today's installment, please consider buying Lucy a cup of coffee through Ko-fi. Link in the show notes below or at intotheemberverse.com. Every cup helps Lucy pay for her room at Madame Dufries and also keeps her adventures advertisement free. New episodes of Into the Emberverse release every other Wednesday, so make sure you hit that follow button and they'll be saved for you. If you were intrigued by what you heard today, please share this episode on social media. Every share is like a little hug and is appreciated more than you realize. For more of Lucy and other Emberverse stories, you can find all of our socials in the show notes below. Until we chat again, take care of one another.